Hello, family and friends. I'm honored again today to have my good friend, Pastor Earl Carter, from the Arena of Faith Church in Evansville, Indiana. And we're on day two here, Pastor's message on prayer, and I'm excited to get into day two. We're going to pray before we get started. Father, we just love you. We come hungry for more of you. We're so thankful you sent Jesus to die on that cross for us. And we know he's the word, Father. So we thank you for it. We come hungry for it today, Father, ready to receive what you have for us. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Well, God bless you, listening audience. We come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. We amen. thank God, amen, for Brother Greg giving us an invitation to come, amen, and to minister what thus said the Lord. Amen. As we said on yesterday, we're going to be talking about prayer, and so we're going to be at prayer again. And we started talking a little bit about how if we believe different, we'll say different. If we say different, we'll believe different. When we believe different, then we have wrong doctrine. When we have wrong doctrine, then we can't expect God to honor his word because that's the only thing that he honors is his will, which is his word. Mm -hmm. His will is his word and his word is his will and that's what he honor. And so there's been many that has gone into the throne room and they prayed prayers that wasn't according to the will of God. And then they didn't receive answers to their prayers and so they gave up on their prayer life they said, well, God's not true to his word. But how many of you know that God's word is true? God's word is a living thing. The word of God is a living thing, the scripture says. It's full of life. It's full of power. And it'll bring you out of any situation that the devil has put you in. Whether it's sin, whether it's sickness, poverty, lack, addictions, whatever's going on. Amen. Kid problems, children problems, husband problems, wife problems, also some marital problems, on the job problems, in the church. God has given us a way out of whatever it is that the devil has tried to box us in. There is a way out. There is no temptation, the scripture says, that has come to us that is not common to man. But God is faithful who with that temptation will make a way for you to escape it so that you can be able to handle it or bear it. But we've had wrong teaching to hold us in bondage. But thank God, God's raising up those that pray the prayer of faith, that will believe the word of God, that will ex exercise faith in the word of God, and God's word will go forth. And when God's word go forth, it's not going to come back void of power, but it's going to accomplish just exactly what God has sent it out to do. Amen. But I said wrong teaching has hindered us. One of the things that has been wrong with our teaching from Romans chapter 8 is for some reason we have been led to believe that problems in difficult situations are God's ordained in order to grow us up spiritually. But God doesn't take wrong things in order to grow the church up. Mm -hmm. God wouldn't take something that's false to try to make something good out of that false. God starts off with good. Now, don't get me wrong. God starts off with good. And if you get with God, which is prayer, then you're staying with good. But then you don't get with bad and then stay with bad and then come to God to try to get good. No, bad's going to come forth again. So we have to change some things in order to be able to get our breakthrough or our blessing from God. And I believe that God's got a breakthrough with your name on it. Come on. God's got a blessing with your name on it. Amen. 
God can do any and everything except fail. But God will not fail you if you come to him the correct way. Now, in Romans chapter 8, verse 28, people have pulled that scripture out of its setting and they made that scripture say what they wanted to say. Verse 28 says, and we know. I like the Apostle Paul here. He said, we know. Thank God he's not guessing. Thank God I'm not guessing. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Somebody said, well, have you had all your prayers answered? No, but I tell you what, I've had a whole lot of them answered. Come on. I know that he's a prayer answering God. I know that. Yes, he is. I know he's a problem solver. I know that he can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you asked or even think or even could come up with. God can blow your mind with his goodness and with his power. And God wants to blow your mind. God wants to be a blessing to you. But you have to call unto him. There's a scripture that says, call upon me. God has given us an open invitation. Call upon me and I will answer you. And I'm going to show you some great and mighty things which you know not of. And I tell you what, my life has been an example of that. I've called upon him and I've watched him work. I've called upon him and I've seen him do it within my life. And so he's that type of God. He's a God that wants to do good by us. But Romans 8, 28 says, we know. What is it that we know, Paul? That all things work together for good to them that love God and to them that are called according to his purpose. Now, Paul says here, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God to them that are called according to his purpose. Now, some believe everything that happens is the will of God. But if everything that happens is the will of God, why should we pray to stop God's will from going out? Come on. We should back off and leave it alone. But that, that's a red flag there that's letting us know that something's wrong with our believing there. Yeah. Because Paul did not say that all things will work together for our good. Somebody said, well, you just read it. I knew it was something wrong with that preacher because he just read it, and now he said he didn't say that. No, I didn't just read that. I didn't just read that uh, where he said all things work together for the good. Because you see what you're doing there is when you say just that portion of Scripture, all things work together for the good, that seems like he's saying that all things work together for the good, but he's not. In Romans chapter 8, it's not talking about destruction. It's not talking about cancer. It's not talking about car wrecks. It's not talking about an accident. It's not talking about a divorce. It's not talking about you got months to live. And people have said all these work, work together for our good. Paul, what are you talking about? What are you trying to say to us? Well, let me, let me let you in on what he is saying here. In Romans chapter 8, verse 26, the Apostle Paul begins to say it. Now, 26 comes. Let me give you a profound statement here. Verse 26 comes before 28. I know you didn't know that, but 26 comes before 28. Amen. And so 28 is going to straighten out 20, 26, excuse me, is going to straighten out 28 for us. Mm -hmm. 26 is going to take care of it because now... We're putting all the scripture together. We're not just taking verse 28 from out of his setting and make it say whatever we want it to say. Come on. No, we have to say what thus said the Lord. All right, now watch this and see if you can't get this. Now, what are we talking about this week? We're talking about prayer, right? So that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with prayer. 
And so at verse 26, he said, Likewise, the Spirit, the Spirit, or in the same manner, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. Or he said, The Spirit is helping our infirmities. So it is, that's what he's talking about here. The Spirit helping our infirmities. Not God ordaining it, not God doing it to you, not God pushing you uh, uh, off a building, not God giving you a cancer, not God sending you to an early grave, not God taking the job from you. No, it's not these things. Glory to God. Amen. But it said his spirit will help our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for. So he's talking about prayer. We know not what we should pray for. We know not what we should pray for as we ought to pray. Hallelujah. I need you to stay with me. Amen. We'll just get on it tomorrow. Praise God. God is a good God. Yes, he is. Brother Pastor, Greg. Can you close us out in prayer, Pastor? Yes, I can. Thank you. Father, I just thank you for your word. It will not come back void. Yes, Lord. But it shall accomplish that that you please, and it shall prosper in the thing where to you have sent it. I command today yokes of bondages to be destroyed. Yes. I command today that the truth will come and make us free. Thank you, Lord. There's a departure from false doctrine and false teaching. We're getting a hold of the truth of God's word. And the truth as we pray about it is going to make us free. And when the sun makes us free, we're free indeed. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Carter. I appreciate that. What a great message. Looking forward to tomorrow's message. And you can contact Pastor Carter at the arenaoffaithchurch.net. And I'm sure he'd be glad to hear from you. And you can contact our ministry at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.